Hello and welcome to BizNation, your home for micro and small business help. Join us as we unpack all the pain points in starting or running your small business. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. Your host, Kerry Zarb, brings you discussions, interviews and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. So sit back and enjoy as we launch into today's episode. So welcome back listeners. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. I'd like to welcome to the show Wendy Coombs from the Inbound Marketing Coach. Wendy hails from Sydney and she has over 15 years experience. Wendy lives and breathes marketing and just loves helping those in small business with their marketing needs and also helps them elevate to where they want to be in their marketing with their business. A massive welcome to Wendy and thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Gary. You're very welcome. So what's happening in your world at the moment, Wendy? Well, uh, I have already, it's what time is it now? It's about 10.30 and uh, I've already had uh, a couple of meetings. Uh, and uh, so I've had almost done half a day of work already. So I'm going to treat myself to the afternoon off this afternoon. Oh, fantastic idea. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that sounds really good. Excellent. So we'll get stuck into a couple of questions, a couple of things that I wanted to ask you and really kind of pick your brain on, on a couple of marketing spaces at the moment. And I guess we'll start with um, how would someone go about in business setting some goals for their, their business marketing? Yeah, so my the space that I work in most is, is the online marketing space. So, you know, if you're just talking about online marketing, um, then I guess um, the, the first thing is to, I always start at the end with the, with the end in mind. So for example, uh, I would first of all, look at how many clients I need to bring in, in a certain period of time. So let's say you want to bring one client in a month, one new client in a month. Uh, then we work back from that to see how much traffic will we have to generate to your site and how much of that traffic do we need to convert into our email list in order to get that one client at the end. So, so basically, yeah, it's, it's basically marketing by numbers. So, so rather than, um, you know, setting fuzzy goals, uh, we actually quantify the traffic that we need to generate and how much of that traffic needs to uh, become a lead in our system uh, in order to get to the end goal of that one client a month. Gotcha. So, yeah. So that's, that's kind of the space I work in, but that's not to say that's the only type of goal you can set because really uh, if you um, are talking about social media, you might have goals around how many, how you want to increase your reach, how many new followers you want to get. So, you know, that's, there are so many different ways of setting goals, but I'd like to always bring it back to, in the end, we're all here to gain, to, to grow our business. So that's, to me, where you start is like, how many new clients do I need to bring in in order to, to reach my growth goals? Sure, sure. So to unpack that a little bit, for example, you would say to someone, okay, so how many clients do you want is it like, and I guess it's, it 
in many different businesses and, and many different industries. So everyone's a little bit case by case, but you'd look at how many clients that that business needs um, to reach the goal that, that they want to be at. And then, like you said, work backwards from there. So if I wanted 10 clients a week to be to be servicing, then that's that's the point you start at. And then how do I get those those 10 clients? Is that what yeah. you mean? Yeah, exactly. So for example, you might have um, 100 people coming to your website, um, but really you don't know who these 100 people are, right? They are anonymous visitors to your website. So what I help people do is to get these or a portion of those people to identify themselves to you. So let's say of the 100 people that come to your website, 50 fill in a form. So now you have 50 people on your database that you can engage with, for example, email marketing. And over time, how many of those 50 people will buy your product or service? Yep. So you need to understand, you know, how good we are at converting. So if, if it's 10% of those 50 people, then that's five new clients at the end. So it's basically the science behind the, the sales, if you like. Yeah, understand. Creating that funnel funnel effect exactly yeah. yeah and what about those that are coming to your website that aren't necessarily your client like there's there's got to be a way that we need to actually hone in on our client and and what that looks like totally yes yes so that's that's where your ideal client profile comes into uh, i presume that's what what you're talking about is that yes. right yeah yeah right. yeah 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 totally so it's um that's for me, that's it's foundational to any marketing you do is first of all, setting those goals is how many clients do I actually need to bring into my business to make it viable? And second, who, who is my ideal client? So, um, and that can mean many things. It might be, if you look at your current clients, you might have a top five of clients who you just love working with, or maybe they're the clients that refer other business to you, or it might be that they're just um, the most, how can I say, um, you're getting the best results for these clients, you know, or that might be because they pay their, their bills in time. So the point is, as business owners, we should really be tuned into who are our ideal clients, make a list of who they are and what do they have in common? Why are they ideal clients? And then from there, create a profile around that ideal client and then go out and actively try and find more of them. Yep, yep, that makes sense. Absolutely. And everyone in, in every different business obviously has to hone in on that individually based on the business, the service or the product that they offer. But also um, there's probably a range to the ideal client as well, would you say? Or is there one set avatar? Um, yeah, so I think... Most businesses have or should have a primary ideal client and then they might have uh, a secondary ideal client. But it also depends on how broad your product range is. So if you have, you know, product A might require, might attract buyer A, whereas product B might be a totally different ideal buyer or yeah. ideal client. But yeah, I would, I think it's ideal to focus on one primary client because if you're going across too many if you're trying to 
you know, please everyone, you're kind of spreading yourself too thin and your message becomes a bit diluted and, you know, it becomes less clear as to what it is you're actually offering. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Gotcha. Cool. Okay. Um, so we're going to set our goals and we're also going to look at our ideal client. But then what what happens next? What's next in the process? Like you, if they're going to your website and you've got a little, I assume we're talking like you've got a, a, a form for them to, to fill out and there's a way of capturing their data. So what's next in that process for someone that, that has that set up? Yeah, so, so there's the mechanical part of uh, getting people to, getting them to come to your website in the first place. And then when they're on that website, usually the question you have to ask yourself, what is it that people are looking for? Because most of the time when people hit a blog post or a website, they have a particular problem that they want to solve. Yeah. That's what, what drives most traffic is people are looking for a solution to something. Yes. So if we really understand our ideal client, we, if we've done our profiling well, we would have a pretty good idea of what it is, what they're pain points or their problems are. So we can create something that delivers a solution to that immediate problem, that first step, so to speak. And that's often referred to as a lead magnet or a conversion offer. Yes. So um, just to go back a little one step to your ideal client profile. So just to give you an example here is um, I'm, I'm a runner and I, but I only started running when I was in my forties. Mm -hmm. So if let's say if I were looking for a run coach, I could be looking at, you know, just generally run coaches. But if I were to find online, if I searched for a run coach who trains women who want to do a uh, run up their first marathon, and I found someone who positioned themselves and said, I'm a run coach who helps women over 40 run their first marathon, for example, I would straight away, I would go, that's me. Like I'm in my forties. I'm going to run my first marathon, yes, you know? Yes. So it's a bit like niching. So you might have a narrower audience, but you would have a much more highly qualified audience. Yeah. That's a, that's a great example. Yeah. I like that. And it makes sense. And I think for a lot of small business owners, to put it that simply will will resonate with a lot of people. Um, for example, and just to, to dwell on that a little bit, like you, you know, you want to, you're in your forties, you want to run your first marathon and you're looking for a coach. But if you came across someone that was not ticking those boxes, then that drives you somewhere else. So you're looking to solve that problem. So you're looking for the right person to to help you with with that challenge and yeah bringing bringing you know little tick box method into it but it's the same in reverse if we're the business and we have we want to take away that pain point for the client or we know the the product that they're after because that's that's our product on the market having a reverse tick box but put yourself in the in the client's shoes and and you know like really run with their oh i've just done two puns in that i put 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 them in the shoes and and we're going to run with it and that that leads back to what you were saying about running a marathon sorry about that um <laughs> but okay. it, it's totally yeah. yeah yeah that makes sense yeah no it makes sense but i think also um 
your point is right is about putting yourself in someone's shoes because that's exactly it it's like if i find that person online and they offer me then they say we've got a a tip sheet that you can download on how to prevent injuries if you're in your 40s and you're just taking up running 10 things you should you know not do or do to prevent injuries or you know and i and they asked me for my email address i would go i would download that because i am well, I was then in my 40s and and I want to prevent injury. So that would be completely relevant to me. Mm. Also, yeah. the language they put around that would, I would feel like they're talking to me. They're not just talking to anyone who wants to take up running. They're talking to me. So I think that's the key or that's the, the, um, the strength of, of being really clear on your ideal buyer. Yeah. Exactly. And from that, there's something else in that that I'll probably want to ask you about. So you just mentioned that if, you know, they had a free download, so they had something on their website, so they're giving you something. So you feel, you feel compelled to give your information because you're going to get something out of it in return. And I guess we're stepping into that, that lead magnet and lead generation and, and, you know, gaining people's details. But it's really important, I think, for any business online to have something to offer um, to help, you know, bring the people through and, and want to connect and want to give their details. So yeah, is, is there any yeah. tip you can give us in, in that space in, in general? Yes, it, totally. Because obviously this is a, a very common strategy, a list building strategy is to use a lead magnet, but it's become incredibly busy space, right? I mean, there are so many, lead magnets you could be downloading them all day right yeah so i think the key is that because it's so busy your offer needs to be particularly it needs to absolutely offer value to the person who's looking for it so again that's why if we know our ideal client we can offer something that's of real value to them um and i think also rather than i think this is more this strategy will give you higher conversions than just asking someone to sign up for a newsletter, for example, because yeah. people don't quite understand what it is they're going to get from a newsletter. So, so yeah, I would say my tips are make it totally relevant to your ideal client, but by the same token, don't overthink it. You don't have to have a 20 page ebook in order to get that conversion. Yeah. So yeah. So, so those are my main, um, you know, my main tips in terms of the, the actual um, lead magnet. Uh, mm. But my other tips would be that once that person has converted and downloaded that lead magnet, don't let them, don't leave them hanging, you know, convert, convert them and then nurture them to yes. the point where they are ready to buy a product. So your lead net magnet needs to be, almost an introduction to your core products if it's it needs to be relevant to what you eventually want to market that person to yeah yeah 
I consider it myself. Um, I've always thought of it as um, a little kind of fishing expedition where you give you give a little bit. Obviously, you're not going to give all the answers. You're not going to give away everything, but you're going to give, like you said before, you're going to give some value. You you may be able to, depending on the product and, and the business, you may be able to answer some, some small questions. But it, I guess that's why they call it a lead magnet because it's giving something to then entice the, the customer or the client to go further with you. And um, one of the things that I see um, some businesses do and, and do really well is after you've you know submitted your details and downloaded the, the little piece of content, there'll be a personal reach out. There'll be something to connect and, and start to create a relationship because we none of us want to be treated like a number. You know, we all want That's to be... Right. Yeah, and we all and like you said, we want to be nurtured and and you know feel valued as well as by the business. So that's important yeah. too. Yeah. So it's very much uh, like uh, it's an opportunity for you to demonstrate your expertise, and it's an opportunity for them to get to know, like, and trust you, right? Yeah. And and so because that that whole trust building exercise is obviously critical to eventually someone wanted to buy some, if you want to buy a service or a product from someone, you know, as consumers, we, if the trust is not there, you're just not going to go through with it. So I think that's the, um, you know, the, the purpose of email marketing is to build that trust and not to go straight in and here's my product. You know, there's, there is a time you need to build up before you can actually make your paid offer. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's, that's kind of, but the point is about email marketing is that it is still like some people will say, oh, no, email marketing is dead. It isn't. It's still the highest converting marketing channel that's out there. So it is absolutely worth going through the effort because, you know, it, it's basically by building a, an email marketing list, you're actually building an asset in your business. It's like no one can take it away from you. Whereas if you were to rely on paid advertising on Facebook, for example, or any other social media channel, the rules of engagement can change overnight. The platform can be out of action and suddenly you have no way of reaching your audience. Yeah. So building a list gives you that, you know, basically that surety of being able to always reach your ideal client. And they're expecting to hear from you because they're basically, it's a permission thing. They've given you permission to get in touch with them. They actually expect and want to hear from you. So it's enormously valuable thing to do in your business. Definitely. And what would you recommend, Wendy, as far as um, with your email list, how frequently should we be touching base? Like what's, what's normal? Yeah, that's a very good question. And again, I think that kind of um, depends from person to person and from product to product. Um, but I would say when people first sign up for your lead magnet, you would give them an immediate kickback to deliver that lead magnet and to confirm that they've received it. So there's, there's got to be that, that immediate um, kickback. And then I would wait... For the follow-up emails, I probably wait one or two days and have a nurture sequence maybe where they receive an email every couple of days. Um, and the beauty of 
today's email tools is that you can actually see who is and who isn't engaged with your content. Yes. So you can then pick and choose and say, okay, well, this person is actually not that engaged, but this person is. So I can put them in a different flow and I can actually engage them more because we can see what, what content they interact with. So we can send them more of the type of content that they, you know, that they obviously value. Yeah. So, yeah. Great, great, very good. So how do you get started? How, where do we start as a business owner? Yeah, so to get started, um, it, it depends a little bit on, on your budget, but like I would say I would start really simple and I would start with free tools. If you've never done this before, that's what I would do. So uh, I would start with, um, first of all, doing that exercise about who are your top five favorite clients to work with and why are they so so i would do that as a number one exercise and then think about the journey they go through um what problems they have and then develop a lead magnet or ideas write down five ideas for lead magnets that would help them solve an immediate problem they have so those are kind of the basic exercises i would before I touched anything, I would want to have, you know, have that. And to also really drill down into your ideal client, you could do some actual interviews with uh, the people that are your ideal, ideal client or people that you think are your ideal client and actually ask them a bunch of questions to get more insight into how they, you know, what their pain points are, what motivates them, what fears, what challenges they have, etc. So you can really build a clear picture about um, who that person is. So that's the foundational piece. And then from that, you develop your lead magnet. And after that, you need to um, basically upload that lead magnet and have a mechanism on your website for converting. So the conversion process is simply a form on your website. Yep. And this is often where people are a little bit, scared and they think oh, I need a web designer or a web developer but frankly today there are so many tools out there that are really easy to use uh, many of them are free or they're very low cost um, and yeah so basically this is where you know where the whole thing is then automated so you don't have to send out a manual email each time someone downloads your your lead magnet uh, it the system automatically sends out this this lead magnet for you. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking as well. Because for a lot of small business owners, they they're just not tech. You know, they they don't hop into the tech space, and you know, someone's made their website more commonly than not, and then it's just parked there, and and nothing really happens. So they really need to probably um, you know, understand those those free tools that you speak of, and and understand. Yeah that's all about and how it can help them without having that developer knowledge and not having to redesign their website or, you know, look at um, that high end kind of assistance that they would need. And, and obviously if you're saying that there's tools out there that can help them, which is great. So, and, and you've actually made a little course about this. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell us about the course? Yep. Yeah. So I've uh, created a free course uh, of how to get started with list building using free tools. So it's basically, it's um, just three videos. Uh, and in the first video, you learn all about how to 
create your ideal client profile and there's like worksheets included in that and uh, questions that you can use to do your own via profile uh, interviews if you want. And then the second video is all about how to create your lead magnets. And again, it gives you worksheets uh, on how to develop that lead magnets. And then the last um, video, I show you how to use um, the free HubSpot tool, which is actually a CRM as well as a, uh, a form and email automation tool. And I show you how you can just set up a pop-up form in 10 minutes and basically get started and be up and running. Wow. So you, yeah. So basically they're just a few short videos and you could do it all in a day or you could do it over a weekend and be up and running, you know, literally within two days. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, I'll pop, um, I'll pop a link into the show notes for the listeners so that they can access that little course. It sounds fantastic. And I think it's going to answer a lot of their questions based on our discussion today, because like we said, you know, business owners normally aren't tech savvy, so they'll, they'll be a little bit lost and, and it could be daunting for them um, as well. So certainly yeah. that, that sounds like a great little, little short course that they can can look at and, and see and, and understand how simple it can be, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So Wendy, anything else that you want to add to the listeners about this discussion? Anything else you, you think they need to know? Uh, look, no, I, I think we kind of, you know, obviously we've covered the fund, foundations, the fundamentals of email marketing here, but it is a big, big topic, but I just think that, if you just get the foundations right, those things that we discussed today, you're massively ahead of the curve because a lot of people just don't don't bother. So just getting that, getting your head around those uh, few things is um, is a is a very strong start. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so Wendy, please tell me um, something that I like to do on the show is to um, just express to listeners what you're grateful for from COVID nineteen. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that is a good question. Um, and there is actually, I just had a kind of a epiphany <laughs> this week about one thing I am grateful for is that actually it's, um, it's actually made me take stock. And let me just first of all say that I have many friends in small business who are doing it really, really tough. And I'm sure they're going to continue to do it tough for a while, but and, and I'm certainly not immune to that either. Um, had a very poor April. Um, but what it allowed me to do is to actually take stock of, um, of my why, why I'm doing this. And, and also, who do I enjoy working with most? And, um, and basically steering the ship a little bit because, um, you know, it's easy to lose track. So like, I think we need to just make time from time to time to just reassess where we're at and, and, and where we're going. So a little bit of a course correction for me. Fantastic. Thanks for sharing that. Awesome. I've had a look at the course. I think it, it's amazing. I confess I'm only up to, I think, the second video, but I found it um, really, really awesome and very clear in the, in the steps and the process involved and um, certainly something that's going to help a lot of small business owners make that move into um, building their email list, which is fantastic. So thank you so much and thanks for joining us today. Um, I also will add some links 
into the show notes, of, of obviously for the course and also for yourself, Wendy, because you can be found, um, you've got an Instagram page, the Inbound Marketing Coach. So I'll pop that link into the show notes. Yep. Thank you so much for your time. It's a pleasure. Thank you. So for our listeners, uh, if you want to find out a little bit more about Biz Nation, because it's a growing space, uh, the website's currently under development. So some really exciting things are happening and coming to you very soon at biznation.com.au. I also run a Facebook uh, support group that's called Micro and Small Business Support Group. You can find us on Facebook and the links are also in the show notes. And I really hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast, your home for small business help. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. You can find the link on our website, biznation.com.au. Tune in to future episodes for more discussions, interviews and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. Until next time, stay safe, stay well.